Brothers and sisters, we've reached part three of the series, A War in Heaven. There's going to be a little bit more to this part that you will um, come to understand. We're going to go into some scripture. Things are going to be pretty graphic. So, brothers and sisters, let us begin in part three of the series, A War in Heaven, with a question mark. Welcome back, brothers and sisters, to War in Heaven with a question mark, part three. I'm your host, the Apostle Reuben. We left off in Revelations chapter 12, verse 12. And we're going to read from verse 12. I say we're going to start in verse uh, 13. But I'm going to read verse 12, and my focus is going to be from verse 13 through 17. Before I begin, brothers and sisters, remember that I uh, read to you Job 20 and 5. Let's go back to Job 20 and 5, because I don't want you to forget the thought. I do not want you to forget the thought, because when you look into... Um, verse 12, when it says, Therefore rejoice ye heavens, and ye that dwell in them. We went over this in part one and some of part two. It is not talking about those who live in the sky above the universe in the realm of eternity. It's talking about them that rule the earth. Remember, if Israel kept the commandments, it would have been as the days of heaven upon earth. Abraham in Genesis 14 was possessor of heaven and earth. Psalms 89 verse 29 says, if we kept the commandments, David's sons, and you look at Psalms 89 verse 29, and we read this again and again, brothers and sisters, when it comes to the heavens, you, 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 they, the, the, the ministers on Sunday do not read this. It says, His seed shall also I will make endure forever, and his thrones as the days of heaven. The days of heaven on earth. This would be what would happen if the kings of Israel, through the lineage of David and Solomon, use discretion in the law of God. So when we get back to Revelation chapter 12, verse 12, it says, Therefore rejoice ye heavens and ye that dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth, because the earth is beneath heaven. Woe unto the inhabitants of the earth. Who would uh, Israel be ruling if they had their heaven? The earth, the Gentile, the heathen. But if you reverse it, Israel isn't ruling right now because of what we read in Luke chapter 21, verse 24, until the times of the Gentiles be fulfilled. So the Gentiles are actually ruling the children. So it says, woe unto the inhabitants of the earth and, and of the sea, for the devil, that same deceiver, is come down unto you having great wrath, because he knoweth 
that he has but a short time. So we went back to Job 20 and 5. Well, I, I would say, yes, Job 20 and 5. And we read verses 5 through 7, where it says that the triumphing of the wicked is short. The unlawful, Proverbs 28, verse 4. He that forsaketh the law praise the wicked, but such as keep the law contend with them. The wicked are the unlawful rulers and people, even those that keep Sunday church as a worship, as an illusion of a worship. And the joy of the hypocrite, but for a moment, though his excellency mount up to the heavens. So we're talking about the wicked. His excellency mounts up to rulership, the heavens, and his head reaches his head reacheth unto the clouds. He has reached the clouds with his airplanes, with his space shuttles. He's going above the clouds. He's high. This is a double parable. See, these prophets saw the rulers of the world exceed the clouds. Watch this. Watch verse seven. Yet he shall perish forever like his own dung, human waste, dog waste that's left on the ground. They which have seen him shall say, where is he? See, that short time lets us know that whatever has to happen right now, this system has to do it. This dragon. And we all know when, when the Bible says for the devil, 1 John 3 and 8 says, he who sinneth is of the devil. He that transgresses the law is of the devil. Verse 13 of Revelation chapter 12. And when the dragon saw he was cast out unto the earth. See, the dragon is being cast out unto the earth at this time. I'm going to show you how. This is how he's being uh, cast out. Revelation chapter 11, verse 11. And after three days and a half, the spirit of life from God entered into them, the children of Israel, the two witnesses, according to Isaiah 43 and 9. The two witnesses was not Moses and Elijah. They have no proof of that. They say that, but the proof is Israel and Judah. Isaiah, I mean, Ezekiel 37, verse 22 down talks about two nations. They were one witness in the day of Isaiah. They became two nations. Therefore, they are two witnesses. Revelation 11, verse 11 again. And after three days and a half, the spirit of life from God entered into them, and they stood upon their feet, a great and great and great and a great fear fell upon them that saw them. The them that saw them are the other nations. It says, after three days and a half, the spirit of life from God entered into them. Let's go to Romans 8 and 2. What is the spirit of life? Romans 8. Romans 8 verse 2. Romans 8 verse 2. Let's see what that spirit of life is. It says, for the law of the spirit of life of Christ Jesus had made me free from the law of sin and death. So the law of sin and death is sacrifice, but the life is in the law through the spirit of Christ. 
That's what entered into those witnesses. And fear fell upon them. Fear fell upon them. They realized that, that time, their time is short. The wicked nations like the USA and Russia, all of them see these teachings coming out and they're beginning to fear because their preachers can't do anything about it. So in verse 13, it says, when the dragon saw he was cast out into the earth, he's coming down. He, Christ is going to bring him down. He's going to take away his power. He persecuted the woman which brought forth a man child. The woman, who is that? Let's look at Jeremiah 6 and 2. Jeremiah chapter 6, verse 2. Who is the woman? Jeremiah 6 and 2. Jeremiah 6, verse 2 says, I have likened the daughter of Zion, which is Israel, to a comely and delicate woman. So the woman, even when you look up in verse 1 of chapter 12, it talks about there appeared in a great wonder in heaven. And people keep thinking that this heaven is talking about the throne of God. No, this heaven is on the earth. And a woman clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet and upon her head a crown of 12 stars. It's talking about the crown of 12 stars, the 12 stars, Genesis 37, verse 9. We all know those stars are the 12 tribes of Israel. Judges 5 and 20. I'm not going to go there, brothers and sisters, and read all that, or I'm not going to finish part 3. It's a lot to cover, but you have to read the references I give you when it talks about stars. Let's go to, and, and who is the man-child? Of course, the man-child would be Christ, because in verse 5 of Revelation chapter 12, it says that she brought forth a man-child who was to rule all nations with a rod of iron, and her child was caught up unto God and his throne. Now, I want to go to Psalms 2 and 9. I'm going to go to Psalms, Psalms 2, and verse 9, we'll read verse 7 through 9. Psalms chapter 2, verse 7 through 9 says, And I will declare the decree. The Lord has said unto me, Thou art my son, this day I have begotten thee. Ask of me, and I shall give thee the heathen for thine inheritance, or the Gentiles. Luke 21, verse 24 says that the children of Israel will be led away captives. And they would be, and that time would be until the time of the heathen or the Gentiles be fulfilled. So brothers and sisters, right now, the Gentile, the heathen, the wicked rule the earth. And the uttermost parts of the earth for thy possession. And thou shalt break them with a rod of iron, and thou shalt dash them into pieces like a potter's clay. Now you know why, partly the reason why they have these illusion churches. They don't want Christ to return. No, they'll have you thinking when their preachers put their hands high, come Lord Jesus. No, they don't want him to come at all. This is why they have their delusion. Verse 14, 
And to the woman were given two great wing, green, two wings of a great eagle, that she might fly into the wilderness unto her place where she is nourished for a time, times, and a half of times from the face of the serpent. The times, this is a dispensation of time, which I'll have to go over with you in a podcast episode. But understanding that it is a dispensation of time where the serpent would have possession of the woman. Keep in mind, the woman, the woman is Israel. So these would have, the serpent, I would say, would have possession of this woman. And if you ever watched Malcolm X talk, he, he always said, even though he was in Islam, he wanted the Negro, the Indian, and the Hispanic, the darker version, rather, to be freed from the hands of Caucasian people. And he was met with opposition from black men who decided to join hands with the very same oppressor. <laughs> like today, the very same oppressor that oppressed their people, trying to get their people not to go off course with thought against their oppressor. That's the theme of T.D. Jakes, Creflo Dollar, Juanita Bynum, Tony Evans. That's their theme, to try to keep the process of thought from going from the cloud of smoke that's caused an oppression. The beast, the dragon, and their false prophets. So during the times we, the children of Israel, are nourished from the face of the serpent. What is that? Let's go to Deuteronomy 28. Deuteronomy 28. And I want to read verse 48. Deuteronomy 28 verse 48 says, And the curse, if we didn't keep the law, therefore shalt thou serve thine enemies, which the Lord shall send against thee, in hunger, and in thirst, and as nakedness, and in want of all things. And he shall put a yoke of iron upon thy neck until he have destroyed thee. Now he done that during the time of slavery, but that yoke, that yoke is still upon the minds of the people which bringeth fear from speaking. Now you have your few that come out here talking about protesting. No, brothers and sisters, if they're not using the Bible to protest, they're protesting in the same way their oppressors protest. Let's go back to the book of Revelation. Revelation chapter 12, verse 15 says, And the serpent cast out of his mouth water like a flood, water as a flood, after the woman, that he might cause her to be carried away of the flood. Now, there are stages to the flood, brothers and sisters. I want to read them. Let's look at the flood. Let's look at the book of Ephesians. Ephesians. Let's look at the book of Ephesians 4. Ephesians 4, 
verse 14 says this, Ephesians 4 verse 14, that we henceforth be no be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine. Every doctrine. Not every wind of doctrine. Everybody has a doctrine. But if your doctrine isn't coming out of the Bible. Because remember, Proverbs 4 and 2 says, let me show you what doctrine is. If a preacher is not reading this to your brothers and sisters, it is his own opinion. And this is what you're getting in these Sunday buildings. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 2 says, I give you good doctrine. Forsake ye not my law. Good doctrine is the law of God. That's what doctrine is. Watch John 7. John 7, verse... John 7, verse 16 says, Jesus answered and said, Jesus answered him and said, My doctrine is not mine but his that sent me. Proverbs 4 and 2, the good doctrine. Verse 17, if any man will do his will, he shall know the doctrine, whether it be of God or whether I speak of myself. And that is so true, brothers and sisters. If any man knows the law, the doctrine, in order to know the doctrine, you have to do his will. Psalms 40 and 8, Romans 2, 18. It says his will is the law. If you do the law, if you keep the law, you shall know the scriptures from front to back. Whether it is God's or whether these preachers are making it up. A flood tossed to and fro. Tossed to and fro. That the serpent is casting out of its mouth with his false prophets. With his media. With his commercials. With these ministers talking about those in sodomy will be saved. Isaiah 3, verse 9 through 11 disagrees. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 9 and 10 disagrees. Romans chapter 1, I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, Romans chapter 1, and I believe it's in verse, <coughs> excuse me. Romans chapter 1, verse 30 through 32, disagrees. Sodomy will not enter into the kingdom. They're being set up by this nation and the laws they're making. Psalms 94, verse, Psalms 94, verse 20. David put it, David put it very, 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 very blunt in the ear of the truth hearers. Well, he says in Psalms 94, verse 20, Shall the throne of iniquity, the kingdom of sin, <clears throat> have fellowship with the which frameth mischief by a law? There is no morality in same sex. There is no more of man and woman. There is no morality of uh, <clears throat> liars and cheaters and thieves and justifying the wicked. It's not going to happen, brothers and sisters, when Christ returns. It's not going to happen. Why? Something that they want you not to understand about the Bible. Psalms chapter, no, not Psalms, but Exodus chapter 15. I'm going to Psalms next. Exodus chapter 15, verse 3 says this. The Lord is a man of war. The Lord is his name. 
See, brothers and sisters, God is not going to come back here hugging. He is a man of war. Psalms chapter 78, verse 65. Psalm chapter 78, verse 65 says, Then the Lord awakened as one out of sleep, like a mighty man that shouted by reason of wine. What is this wine? Let's go back to Psalm 75. See, precept must be upon precept. Let's find out what this wine is. Psalm 75 verse 8 says, For in the hand of the Lord there is a cup, and the wine is red and full of mixture, and he poureth out the same. But the dregs thereof, all the wicked of the earth shall wring them out and be and drink them. Which means, brothers and sisters, all the unlawful of the earth are going to pay for their transgressions. They're going to pay for them. When Christ returns, he's not coming back to secretly rapture anything. He's coming back, and what you're going to experience is death. Those that eat the pork, death, according to. Now, brothers and sisters, you know, they've, you know, any pastor that has not read to you Isaiah 66, verse 17, is a liar. Those that eat swine's flesh and the abomination. We're talking about broths of possum, broths of, you know, stews of gumbo and. You got your rabbit stew and all these other unclean stews. The mouse that is under the ground and the people with that mouse will be consumed together in the return of the Lord. See, brothers and sisters, how is it that most more people don't know this? Back to Revelation. Verse 15. And the serpent, the devil, the lawless one, 1 John 3 and 8, cast out of his mouth water as a flood after the woman. See, even though all nations hear this, it's only designed for the woman to be deceived by, the children of Israel. See, it doesn't matter if the Gentile deceives the Gentile. It's if this woman is deceived, the blacks, natives, and Hispanic Americans. But watch this. Verse 16, and the earth helped the woman, and the earth opened up her mouth and swallowed up the flood which the dragon cast out of her mouth. See, the earth helped her. See, remember, the earth is below heaven. Let's get the book of Ecclesiastes. Let's get the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 9, and I'm going to read verse 16. It says, Then I said, then said I, wisdom is better than strength. Nevertheless, the poor man's wisdom is despised, and his words are not heard. You know what? The poor man is the rich man that is below the heaven, that is on the earth, that the mouth is opening up and swallowing the flood that this nation gives to the innocent. Verse 17 of Ecclesiastes, the words of a wise man are heard in quiet more than the cry of them that ruleth among fools. 
I'm going to read that again. The words of a wise man are heard in quiet more than the cry of him that ruleth among fools. Verse 20, verse 18, excuse me. Wisdom is better than weapons of war, but one sinner destroyth much good. See, brothers and sisters, the Bible, the words of wisdom are better than their nuclear weapons. We know what Christ is going to do when he returns. That's why this TV show I was looking at on Vice TV, While the Rest of Us Die, that's what the show was called, Doomsday and the President, featuring underground bunkers. Brothers and sisters, the Bible been talking about underground bunkers. <clears throat> these, and these, um, you know, prophets through the Holy Ghost saw these men running into underground bunkers. When we read in Isaiah 2, verse 10, it says, Enter ye into the rock and hide thee in the dust for fear of the Lord and for the glory of his majesty. Verse 19. And they shall go into the holes of the rocks and to the caves of the earth for fear of the Lord, for the glory of his majesty, when he arises to shake terribly the earth. And he's going to do that, brothers and sisters. I'm going to show you when he's going to do that. But I want you to focus on the caves and the rocks. Revelation 6 verse 15 says, And the kings of the earth, and the great men, and the rich men, and the chief captains, and the mighty men, and, and every bondman, every free man, hid themselves in the dens and in the rocks of the mountains. And they said unto the mountains and the rocks, Fall on us, and hide us from the face of him that sitteth on the throne, and from the wrath of the Lamb, which is Christ. The process is, brothers and sisters, when you look at Revelations chapter, Revelation 11, verse 12, and they heard a great voice from heaven saying to them, come up hither, and they ascended up into heaven in a cloud, and their enemies beheld them. And watch this, verse 13, and the same hour was a great earthquake. See, this earthquake, brothers and sisters, is the beginning of the hour of temptation when the missiles are on their way. Millions and millions of Christians are going to be here that day and they're going to see it. Someone's going to shoot off a nuclear missile and it's going to be one hour before it reaches the land. Brothers and sisters, I've told you before and I'll tell you again when you go back to the book of Isaiah. Isaiah I'm going to read you two, two scriptures. Isaiah chapter 13, verse 4 and 5 says, The noise of the multitudes in the mountains, mountains of nations, like as a great people, a tumultuous noise of the kingdoms and nations, huh, gathered together, gathered together. The Lord of hosts mustereth the host of the battle. He's going to be responsible for this. By working through the minds of men, sending that very same deceiver into the hearts of men. Remember, Job 12, verse 16 says, the deceived and the deceiver are his. Verse 5, they come from a far country, from the end of heaven, even the Lord and the weapons of his indignation to destroy the whole land. 
What weapon can come from one side of the earth to the other? I'm just saying, brothers and sisters, what weapon can come from one side of the earth to the other? Revelation chapter 12, verse 17. And before I read that, brothers and sisters, now you see why these bunkers pay attention. Revelation 12, verse 17 says, And the dragon was wrought with the woman, same children of Israel, because they're going to be teaching the truth, and went to make war with the remnant of her seed, not everybody which keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. That's who the war is against. Brothers and sisters, the earth has opened up her mouth by sending her prophets to read the Bible, the truth. <clears throat> now is the time that we need to understand that the Lord can be found at this time. By you seeking scripture, telling your friends, liking these podcasts, and sharing them with as many people as you can. Waking up our people from the, from the sleep they're in. Waking them up, like it says in Ephesians. Chapter 5, verse 14. Wherefore he saith, Awake that sleepeth, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. Verse 16. Redeeming the time, because the days are evil. Brothers and sisters, we, not, we have to redeem. We have to get back the time. The time is coming back where we have to wake up the people up from these pastors that keep putting them back to sleep with these philosophies of theirs and their vain deceits and the church music and all of that celebration and bojangling in church. Let's get them up, brothers and sisters. With that, I say all praises. <laughs>